<laughs> Everyone, David Jeff, it is October 15th, 2023. We're watching a little playoff baseball. So great. It is great. It's so, David, so fun. It's fall. Yeah. Right? Like a little bite in the air. It's up tonight. It's a little hot bite. Yeah. yeah. Raiders won today. They did. Vikes won today. Yeah. USC looked like shit. I know. We're getting, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to jump into all that in just a second. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to mention the guys over at Bright Bail Bonds. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I don't know about you, but I always look at the NFL game of the day that I'm going, there's some fights going on. Oh, here. yeah. And for me, it was the Jets, Eagles. I guarantee you I just, there was some fights going on after that game. Oh, my God. I just was watching, what was it just the other day? There was one, one or two days ago, there was a nasty one in the crowd. Really? Yeah, I can't think of where. Man, I I don't know. We went to a lot of games this year. Thankfully, we avoided. it. But, Dave, it's all over the place. It is all over the place. And that's why you have to keep this number in your wallet right here or your phone. Uh-huh. Bright Bail Bonds, that's the way to go. Look, Fabian and Miguel, they know. They've heard the story a million times. But whether you're in a stadium fight or things get out of control, one of your friends get a little out of control, a little mouthy in a bar, you never know when you're going to need a bail bonds person to help you out. Fabian and Miguel, they're the best. They've written more than 20,000 of them, so you know you're in good hands. They're professional, confidential, caring. Most importantly to me, they're fast. If you're going to be put up in the slammer, you're going to want the guys at Bright Bail Bonds to get you out. Don't forget that number is 888-669-0295. 888-669-0295. I want to thank everybody who reached out with their own prostitute stories. Uh, Dave, unfortunately, nobody actually followed through, but it was just stories of where they encountered them and, yeah. and conversation. I don't know why they all strike me so funny. I mean, nobody, none of you did anything wrong, uh, but... I, how many people did we see? At least two or three yes. that were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have not been back to National City since, but if you find your way down there and you give in to your urges, look out. You could be going to the jail. Oh, boy. That, how do you explain that to your boss? Would you rather explain to your boss or your wife? Because your, your boss will sit, might sit and give you the wink and, or fire you. Your wife's going to sit there and say it's over. It's over. <laughs> But you know who's not going to tell you it's over? Fabian and Miguel. They're going to tell you it's just beginning and we're going to get you out. But it starts with that phone call to 888-669-0295. 888 As they said, friendly and professional bail agent. Boy, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Never does it mean more yeah. now. Non-judgmental. Exactly. Right? And no matter, I mean, look, if you if you got arrested... You fucked up somehow. Yeah, those are your friends are for to be judgmental. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what Dave and I are for. Because I can't. You know the funny thing. We've had plenty of people that have called and said, uh, "Hey, we've used Dan Williams. We've used yeah. Brian Curry. We've used Kyle Fluger, Alan Taylor." Not a lot of you calling to say, "Hey, you know what? You're right about Fabian and Miguel." <laughs> Privacy laws. We get it. But if hey. All it takes is one bad decision. Exactly. And then you're thrown in the back of the cop car. I saw the funniest video the other day. This guy was in the back of the cop car. And he only had like one of the handcuff bracelets on. And he's pounding on the glass and he's kicking the window. And then something happened and the cop car rolled. And I saw guy, that. Do you see the guy yeah. just get vacuumed out yeah. the back window? Couldn't happen to a better guy. No shit. What an asshole. Uh but even that dickhead could call 888-669-0295. Fabian and Miguel will get them out. And if you talk to them, maybe you're calling on behalf of a, a family member. Yeah. Remind Fabian to listen to the Keith Richards interview with Howard Stern. So good. 90 minutes. He and I 
are uh, huge Rolling Stones fans. And uh, there's an interview, 90 Minutes, new album coming out, Hackney Diamonds. And uh, yeah, tell him all about it. He'll love to hear from there you. There you go. Also, real quick, because I want to mention, because the weather is warm, man. It is strange. Perfect. Here we are. We're a few weeks away from Halloween. It is hot. Taylor May Pools, I'm telling you, you live in San Diego. You're going to want that pool in your backyard. Don't forget about Alan Taylor. Ask about available financing. No one builds pools like Taylor Made Pools. 619-449-4452. I have an idea for Celebrity Pools. I know it is. Four four nine four four five two. I'll tell you who it is right now. It's going to be Suzanne Summers, dude. I got a crazy Suzanne Summers story uh, for you, dude. That that uh, her husband hooked it up with her every day, sometimes two, three is times right? a day. Yeah, they brag about it. They oh, were wow. getting after it. He was older than her. He was older, but uh, he was a coxman. Yeah, he was. Uh, good for Alan. Good for Alan. I do remember Alan's. Look, I don't know. Alan Taylor. It wasn't Alan Taylor sleeping with her. No. But it was another Alan. You remember that dude when yeah. early 80s when he was on the Alpha Beta commercials yeah. down here? Well, he fucked her over with advice. He's the one that got it kicked off Three's Company. He did? Yeah. Hey, water her home. She had the ache. She was making 30000 an episode. He told her, you should make 150000 And they said, you should be unemployed. Yeah, and she was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? She's our celebrity pool uh, died day before her birthday. She would have been. I know. I had it written probably, out. Yeah. I had it written out. It's for tomorrow's Damn. birthday. You'll have it today. Uh, 619-449-4452. Seemed incredibly cool in every interview you saw. Dude, I'm not joking, man. This is how, how my day went this morning, all right? I'm all right. up. I got to take the dog to the vet. And yep. I was like, all right, I want, trying to get ready for this show. Yeah. Put some things in order because I want to watch football. And I turned to Rita and I said, hey, what do you think about getting Suzanne Summers on for Nicole show? And she goes, go ahead. So I fucking sent a note for Suzanne Summers to see if she would come on Wednesday. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, <laughs> Yeah. And then Rita leaves the house, send her a text. Holy fuck. I guess she's not coming on. Nope. That's never happened to me before. Trying to get a guest on and they died. You ever have that happen when oh. you're producing? Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah, that's not good. No, <laughs> no. But I was like, when you produce, producing so much more of a pain in the ass than hosting, uh, especially if you deal with maniacs like I did with Hedgecock, uh, Bauer, Kernan. Like Chuck Fritch was great. Um, so fun with all those guys. I love all those guys. But it was like, God, just every day. If you had an idea and they said no, were you bummed up? Oh, no, they were great that way. Okay. They were great that they way. They didn't say no to anyone. No, no, no. They were cool. There were certain guys that they weren't sold on. Yeah. Uh, right out of the gate. But I, I kind of, Hank and I were always on the same page. We got to figure it out pretty Good. quick. So, no, he was great. He's just nuts. Um, no, we never had anybody not. No, uh, we had Tiger Woods booked. That's yeah, the craziest that's the one. one. Tiger Woods was booked on the night of the Heaven's Gate mass suicide. And Cliff Albert, guys, uh, no show tonight. Hank had, goddamn, uh, to this day, Hank and I die. Cliff, they're still going to be dead in an hour. Jesus. We got Tiger Woods booked. Because he and I, yeah. he, Hank especially, had worked on that for weeks. And then the uh, hotline was blinking. Hank, I was just like, picked it up. Hey, Tiger. I go, hang on. <laughs> hey, Tiger. <laughs> No, that was Tiger. So, I know, hey, it's, it's Tiger. I know, it's not so stupid. And then, uh, dude, nice as could be. And then I, I said, hang on, let me talk to, let you talk to Hank. And uh, Hank told him, and he's like, no, no problem. We'll rebook it. I'm like, 
Dude, I ran to Hank like three years ago. Tiger call you? Nah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, for me, that's the funniest producer story. But no, thankfully, Tiger's still with us. Dude, I had a nightmare of one last week. With who? Mark Price. Do you know who Mark Price is? Really small actor. Oh, I thought you meant Mark Price from Basketball the Basketball player. No, Mark Price, who played Skippy on Family yeah, Ties, yeah, was yeah. the neighbor. And Mark Price is about 56 years old. Okay. And he wouldn't go in the house. He did it from outside oh, in Laurel Canyon. Come on, dude. So the Wi-Fi shit. And then he kept doing this move because it's on video. He, he'd, he'd freeze. But he wasn't. It didn't go out. He would just freeze and think it was funny. Fucked up the whole show. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was like, well, editing that, editing that. You know, you fucking jerk. <laughs> it was frustrating. That would suck. But he thought it was hilarious just just sit there and freeze, even though the Wi-Fi wasn't going out. It's crazy. He's not on every show, yeah, right? right? <laughs> Isn't that funny? They never, they never did a spinoff with Skippy? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was the move. All right. So this week, I want to start with USC first. Oh, fuck. Okay. So USC faces Notre Dame. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I was like, USC is going to lose this game. And Did you really think that? 100%. I thought they were going to win big. Not, not when I watch them play against Arizona and realize they have no defense. I mean, yeah. they just don't. They don't have any defense. They never put any care into defense. They didn't do it in Oklahoma. Correct. That's just what they do. Their offense is ridiculous. And when the offense doesn't click, you get games like yesterday. I thought, I thought what we saw with Notre Dame a week ago and I thought with SC a week ago were the same thing, where they knew the big fight was coming up. Yeah. And I knew Notre Dame would be jacked up. I knew that. I knew they'd be better. But I expected SC to be better, too. Notre Dame just kicked the shit out of them. They did. They did. All right, so Caleb Williams, is he out of the Heisman Trophy race Funny, for you? Dave. To, I mean, I think it's, I mean, as good as he is with five games to go, I think it's too early to count him out. But, uh, I mean, kid's a stud. So, I, I don't think he's out, but another game like that. I mean, but he needs help, man. That old line's fucked up, you know, and the defense terrible. Um yeah, he's probably not the clear-cut favorite that he was 72 hours yeah, ago, but I, I don't know that he's completely out just yet. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of it plays out because you have Penix from Washington, who looks ridiculous, right? Right. It's, um, I thought for sure USC was going to be the second school to have a guy win back-to-back. Yeah. It's only happened once, right? And uh, Still could. And, yeah, I think it's tough, man. On national stage, three interceptions, you lose the game. You know, a lot of people point the finger at but, the quarterback. I think it's going to be tough. But he's got, I mean, I think every game they play, because of being out here, because of him, yeah. are going to be big stage. I mean, they got Utah. I mean, they dropped to 18, which is pretty amazing. I mean, it was pretty amazing they were at 11. But they dropped to 18. So uh, next week's another big game. And if he comes back next week and plays like Caleb, he's right back in it. We'll be interested to see how it goes. For USC football, though, for you being a fan, you know, so many, we know so many people, even in San Diego, that are big USC fans. Correct. Okay. At some point, you got to address the defense. Yes. It's just not the head coach's thing, and he never has. He just never well, addressed the defense anywhere he's been. It's the same thing with Logan Riley, or Lincoln Riley, Lincoln. that we're seeing with Peter Seidler. And it's this blind loyalty and not looking and saying there's the problem. Yeah. The defensive quarter was an issue for him, apparently, at Oklahoma. I didn't watch a ton of Oklahoma football, but he brought him out here. A game. Yeah. But that dude, Grinch, yep. right? And and he was an issue last year. And you thought changes were coming and that they were going to, boy, they, they talked a big game with the transfer portal that they had addressed the defense. They did. But it's the same guy making the calls. 
and uh, terrible, man. Yeah, incredibly frustrating. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how this plays out. I mean, if if he stays with him for year three, I mean, Peter Seidler's like, hey, you're just getting rolling. How into college football are you right now? Um, Do you watch Colorado Stanford at all? You stay up and watch that. No, shit? I want. I I didn't watch. I watched them a week ago, which was great. I did not see that game. Was Friday night? Friday night. Yeah, I, I stayed up and watched. If you're on the East Coast, it didn't end until two thirty. Holy shit! It. Um, I didn't even realize. I would have. Yeah. I just don't think I had realized that it was the Friday night game. Dude, I completely forgot it was on. And a buddy of mine who's a huge USC alum sent me a text. Hey, you want to see, <laughs> you ever see a tree get fucked by a buffalo? He goes, flip on the ESPN if you've never seen it. And then I flip over, it's 29 nothing, Colorado. Oh, shit. And Stanford comes all the way back and wins. Yeah. It was crazy to watch. Yeah. To Dion's credit, I'll give him this, because you see so many coaches that throw their headset or freak out on the yeah. players. He doesn't. Even no. when his son threw a huge interception in the end zone towards the end of the game. Yeah. There's zero reaction. Of He's course. like, I'm going to handle all this in the locker room Good when the cameras him. aren't around. Dude, I, I, that's I how I him. feel. That's what I, I love feel. him. I think he's great. Charlotte Live did a whole skit on him yesterday. Yeah. It was fucking great because, look, if you're Colorado, when's the last time you were ever mentioned on Saturday Night Live? I told you, man. I have buddies that are alumni that, of course, they got yeah. pretty hyped up early. And now they're bringing back down. But they won one game last year. They had no hype. They had no buzz around the program. And now it's a little bit of probably reality. Yeah. But... I mean, do they have four wins or three? Four. I think they're, aren't they four and three? I think that's what they are. They got to win two more to be bowl eligible. They will. And then they could be coming here for the holiday bowl. That'd be cool. That'd be great. That'd right? be really cool. And, uh, and so, yeah, I ordered the prime glasses. Did you really? Yeah. And it was funny. I looked the other day cause I was like, oh shit. You know, if this, these things are going to take six months to get here, I might as well cancel it. And then you look and the, the cloth, kind of the microfiber case, Dave, yeah. has the Prime logo. Oh, wow. And then the actual hard case has the Prime logo. Like, it's all the marketing. And it's a company in PB. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll wait it out with everybody else. But my buddies up in L.A. were asking me about it. The dude, it's a surfer guy from PB, man. And his father told him a year ago, reach out to Dion. He's looking for a sunglass deal. Timing worked out. They synced up perfectly right before he accepted the job at Colorado, yeah. and off they go. So, no, man, I'm cheering for How much for the glasses? Uh, 67 bucks. Okay. year he was born. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's a it's a San Diego company, yeah. and I think that's great. So, I'm all in. We'll Good support him. Good deal. All right, NFL today. How much do you watch? Watched uh, the Vikings. I watched a lot of Red Channel this morning. Okay. Dude, listen, I love the Vikes. Okay? Love the Vikes. That is the ugliest fucking game. The Viking Bears was embarrassingly how bad that is. Kirk Cousins is not a $40 million quarterback. And this bullshit that they continue to throw out about how he leads the league, he is the definition of empty calories in the National Football League. Because when you watch him and then you watch a guy like Mahomes or you watch Josh Allen or give me anybody else that you want, those are just guys that when the ball is in their hands, the game is in their control. And Kirk Cousins runs around like the most nervous Nelly, and it's terrible. And then the, the Bears, holy cow, are they bad. <laughs> so the Vikes get a win, and they go yeah. to 2-4. and four. And then uh, the afternoon, afternoon game, I watched the Raiders. Yeah. 
And of course, Garoppolo hurt again. And to me, Dave, like Garoppolo is just one of those guys that probably needs to go on, on the IR because you get this, you manage teams. I manage teams. We talk about it all the time. If you have a team of five and one guy doesn't show, it it screws up the whole 100%. synchronicity of the team. You're yeah. at a point where you're like, I'd rather just be a team of four guys that show up every day and bring it than have a team of five but not have a guy that, that I can count on like I can count on the other four. And that's exactly the way I feel about Garoppolo. Garoppolo shows up. And then he's holding the head. I'm not saying he's faking it. I'm not saying he's injury prone. I'm just saying that he is not a fit for that team. And, of course, he goes down. And then Brian Hoyer comes in. And it just felt like the team played much more confidently when Brian Hoyer, of all people, was under center. Yeah, Brian Hoyer, great immaculate grid guy. Yes! (laughs) It is ridiculous how many teams he's been on. Yeah. All right, so here's my question, because I was watching the game, but I had the volume down. I had the volume up on the Rams game, but I was watching the Raiders game on an iPad. You got to be happy for the Rams, right? For everything to be be 500 right now? I love the fact the Rams dumped Cam Akers. Yeah. Has a better running back. Obviously, Cam Akers was a hassle and a headache for McVay and everybody else. But he may be exactly what the Vikes need. Yeah, good. You know, but then you look at the get Nakua, Right. Which, you know, fuck, Naku is so much better than Johnston, Quentin Johnston from the, the Chargers guy, yeah. who luckily tomorrow might end up with three receptions, 14 yards. He sucks. And then you have Cup back now. Right. And you're going, fuck, the Rams and are. Higby. Uh, yeah, the they Rams are Van fun to watch. Jefferson. Good, he wasn't doing shit. Right. No offense, but Van Jefferson hasn't been good since his wife had that baby. Remember he had that baby the day yeah. he had the Super Bowl and he yeah. took off, never kids, came back. Kids will fuck you. Kids are overrated. <laughs> so, anyway, so fuck that. So my question to you about the Raiders is, mm-hmm. I like AOC. I yeah. like O'Connell. So, but they didn't play him. So did no. they play Hoyer because he knew what Bill Belichick does? What did they say on TV why they went with Hoyer? Yeah, I think I think with uh, AOC, fun. But so many rookie mistakes in that game. And not that the Raiders necessarily feel like you're in it. But when you have Devontae and when you've got Jacoby Myers and when you've got Max Crosby and a few other guys, I think you ought to your team to to play the guy that actually gives you the best chance to win. So, I mean, if they lose two or three more games, then maybe you go uh, Aiden O'Connell down the stretch. But for today, I didn't have any issues. Hoyer, I mean, Hoyer's a veteran guy. Yeah. Been around, knows that offense well, and, uh, and, and played well enough to win. I mean, my God, New England. Wow. Terrible. The Just Raiders. Terrible. They're awful. The worst roster in the NFL by far. The Raiders yeah. are about to go on a stretch, though, and win some games. I hope so. Yeah, they have a bunch of crappy teams coming up. Raiders are about to go on a, on a pretty good stretch right now, which is great. Here's the deal with Josh McDaniels. I hate to say it. I, was, I think I'm the last guy that was defending him. He sucks. He sucks. He sucks. He doesn't know how to manage a clock. He doesn't know what he's doing yeah. in uh, certain situations. Supposed to be an offensive genius. The most points they ever scored in a game was today. Yeah. 21. Yeah. How can he be a fucking offensive Dave, genius? They were the 21? last team in the league to score in the final two minutes of, of the half. That's insane. Right? I mean, yeah. that's an offensive guy. And look, I don't think Patrick Graham's that great as the defensive coordinator. They were all celebrating him. And you just, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I think it's Dave Ziegler is the GM that came over from New England. Can he be the player personnel guy? But, I mean, 
Right. When you look at you look at Devonte, when you look at Jacoby Myers, Devonte probably- two catches today. Yeah, he got he got smoked. Did you yeah. see that play where he yeah. got smoked? I saw it, but I got him on my fantasy team. I know. Completely uh, fucked me. Uh, the kid Mayer that they yeah. drafted. Finally, they're using him. Yeah, I like that kid. And Josh Jacobs is fine. And so, offensively, they got some pieces. And then Crosby, right? Crosby's ridiculous. Crazy. And Chandler Jones fucked him. Yeah, they turned sure him into did. a complete loon. <laughs> <laughs> he did turn it over. Right? And then uh, Marcus Peters in the secondary. like He's crazy as fuck. Dude. He wasn't even the craziest fuck in that locker room this I year. Chandler Jones was. Marcus so, Peters, no joke. When they were when he was with the Chiefs, the public yeah. relations used to tell us, do not go to Marcus Peters. Like, he's crazy. They used yeah. to warn you ahead of time. Do not go in this locker room and go over to, to him. Number 22 is fucking nut. Yeah. It's perfect for the Raiders. So, look, man, to be at... Uh, to be at 500, and then tonight, so before I came down here, we finished that game, we went over, got a bite to eat, and then we were running around. You with and, the boys? Yeah. And I said to uh, Jack and Cade, like, Dave, if I said to you three all-time, all-time favorite athletes, or five, okay. whatever, do they, do they pop in your mind pretty quickly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can name a shitload of them. I mean, know? we we and then we broke it down by like sport, yeah. by Padre, right? Yeah. My my three favorite Padres, Tony, Trevor, and uh, Ken Caminetti. Yeah, pretty easy. Um, yeah, we did favorite Kings. For me, it was my three favorite Kings were Gretzky, McSorley, and Kenny Baumgartner. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and then I didn't have really any basketball guys at all. I love Anthony Edwards now. Yeah. That's funny. Why did you have Baumgartner? Oh, he was my first favorite L.A. King, yeah. Because every game, when I started watching him, every Kings game was like 65 with about 150 penalty minutes. And it was him and Jay Wells and Larry Playfair and Dean Kennedy getting in fights every night. So McSorley was your two? Is that what you said? Yeah. McSorley would have been my two, except for the fucking 93. Curve stick. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I still love him. Mine's uh, (laughs) a. I'll tell you what I did like as a King. But my, my three favorite, Gretzky, Rob Blake, and Robitaille were my three favorites. That's cool. But I would have, <laughs> no, I hated was, and for some reason, they always made a big deal about it when he came back, was Jimmy Carson. Fuck Jimmy Carson. Jimmy Carson, yeah, nothing. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Get out of he here. He made it sound like it was a big deal. Jimmy Carson's back. Yeah. Fuck him. I mean, yeah, ask people in Edmonton, because he was the key to getting Gretzky. <laughs> but the, the reason why we say this is we're going through different guys, Yeah. and then it circled over to Raiders. And I said, for me... Raider guys are probably uh, three of my top five ever. Yeah. And it was Van McElroy and Bo Jackson. Yeah. I love Bo. And Jeff Perlman, who I'd love to get in here. Jeff Perlman wrote the book about the 86 Mets. He wrote Showtime. Yeah. He wrote the book about uh, the the Kobe and Phil Jackson team, right? Yeah. And then he's got, fuck, he wrote the book about the USFL. Like, all these great books. But he, he wrote a book about Bo Jackson, and I I hate reading a hardcover book, so I've had a wait. Really? Yeah. So I've had a wait for a year. Oh, that's funny. And the Bo Jackson book today happened to be there, and it was out. I, I was like, dude, this is my absolute guy. Loved him. Bo Jackson, Van McElroy, and I don't even know who would round out my top three. But, yeah, all-time favorite Raiders. It's funny. One of my favorites is Rod Woodson. I was so bummed out that they let him go to the Packers for yeah. those years, you know? 
Um, you mean Charles? Uh, Charles Woodson. Sorry, Rod Woodson was a Raider yeah. too, but Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. I'm so bummed out. I, one thing Charles Woodson did the other uh, two couple weeks ago, that thing with Ken Stabler, where oh, where they they brought in Ken Stabler's daughter and they gave her the ring, the yeah, ring of yeah, honor yeah. ring. And Charles Woodson got on a plane and just to be there, just show support. He never played with Ken Stabler. Dude, that's great. But he traveled all the way there just for her. I uh, we're doing this tonight. And every now and then I'll jump on to NFL.com and just see. Yeah, they have, and Raider shit is sold out all the it time. Is. You understand? Funny, that. I was looking today too. Did you, Dave? Zip fleece yeah. with the Raider patch embroidered, 40 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Showed up yesterday. I told my kids, I'm like, this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> and the kids are like, better than they were born? Eh, get back to you. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so like that, just talking about different athletes, different things, and what are their favorites? Uh, Steph Curry. Okay, you know Steph Curry yeah. was in the mix. Cade uh, said LeBron. Yeah, you know, and and I said that, but it, it's kind of fun. You know, they they didn't get a chance to see Tony or Trevor play, but but they're aware of the history and 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 our friendship with them, and they appreciate that his legacy. They know it. I yep. mean. I think when Jack's out there at Petco, he always goes to visit the statue, which is pretty cool for me. I like that a lot. But um, but Bo was just... Oh, and Dion would be on that list, too. Was because, Dion one of your favorites? Dude, just for the fact, and, and we've said this a thousand times, it used to be so much different when you covered the NFL. You remember so many games, Dave and I would just stand right on the sideline. Yeah. For like the final 12 minutes of the game. Yeah, it was crazy. five but, or yeah. two, and we always went way early. And playing for the 49ers, I'll never forget it. They had the 75th anniversary patch. Yep. I was on the Chargers sideline, and Dion intercepted a pass and ran by, and it sounded like a train going by. And I just remember thinking, dude, that is the craziest fucking thing I've ever experienced. And... uh yeah, man, I just had an appreciation for him. Yeah, he, he dude, he, he was just incredible. It was, uh, yeah, he, him and and Bo are two of the most unique right. guys I've ever seen. Yeah, the the Bo Jackson stories are incredible. The one well, thing, and I was, that's what Perlman writes. Then they said just yeah. uh, people like every Bo Jackson story in one place, and even a thousand more you never knew. So here's the here's the craziest thing Bo Jackson story that I've heard. You know, and they they did a thirty for thirty on Bo that was oh. outstanding. But the craziest Bo Jackson story is the one about being able to jump out of a swimming pool. Dude, right? Now, think about next time anyone's in a pool, think about the water being up to like mid chest. Yeah. Jumping out of the pool, landing on your feet on the (laughs) cement. Come on. How in the fuck do you do that? Yeah. And the the stories are just insane. But I I was saying the guy was so good as I try and explain to anyone who didn't see him play. Oh, my God. That Marcus Allen was great. Nick Campbell will tell you the greatest players I've ever seen play. That Marcus Allen became a, a blocking back yeah. for Bo. That's how good Bo was. Marcus Allen's in the Hall of Fame. They said, Marcus, you aren't running the ball anymore. You're yeah. just going to block him for Bo. as a fullback. Yeah, they used him as a fullback. That's how good Bo was. Dude. It was, it was fucking... I was an LA Raiders season ticket holder back yeah. then. I got to see a lot of that crazy shit. Unfortunately, I was there at the game where uh, he blew his hip out. In Cincinnati? Yeah. They're devastating. Like, that day is right up there with the Kevin Mitchell trade. Yeah. Like, two of my worst days in sports. Yeah, I'm with you. Devastating, but yeah, if you're a Bo Jackson fan, that book is out. Cool, good deal. That's funny. I never knew at all the years I knew you that you don't like hard copy books. Yeah, I mean, I have a handful of yeah. them because I'm very impatient. And uh, but no, yeah. but 
Yeah, I just... Uh, Why is that? What is it about the hard copy? They're just a pain in the ass. I like the hard copy books. It's funny, yeah. I Because for me, like, if I read a book and then I'll donate it. Okay. So it's it's never... Unless, what I did to avoid that is when I was... um, When Jack and Cade were younger, if I got a book from them from Father's Day, I would have them write it. Yeah, I remember that. And that way... It reminds me, don't ever get rid of this book. Okay. Right? Always keep it. Plus, it's fun to see their signatures yeah. through the years and different things. Um, but for me, like, often I'm either reading at lunch, you're reading on the couch, you're reading in bed, and I just, I'll bend everything back because I'll take it and I'll donate it to the library or Goodwill or wherever. And uh, and I don't really care. But hardcover, it's, you know, you can't really smack it around a little bit. And, uh, but man, I, I, I love it. All right. Here's my question for you. Okay. You, you brought up your kids and their signature. They don't teach cursive. No, I know. It's funny. So do, when your kids sign their name, do they just print it out? Pretty much. Okay. So here's the thing. My, some of my son's older and same thing. Like yeah. he never learned how to write that way either. Yeah. We were taught in third grade remember, oh, yeah. how to make your letters and everything else. And so like my mom will send a birthday card to my son. He can't read it for shit. Yeah. And so here's the deal. Most baseball jerseys are in script, you know? Right. I was wondering, the kids even know what the fuck that says? No, I don't even know. <laughs> it's the craziest thing, right? Like, what's it, what does it say on the on the L.A. Dodgers shirt? It says yeah. Dodgers. I think they could read yeah, it. I, yeah. It just, but they it couldn't just, copy it. Yeah, it's funny, man, how that, how that works. But, like, remember, like, one other thing that you said. Did you remember, like, early second third grade and they would bring out uh the tracing paper yeah i do and dude that was like for an adult like like if somebody shows up with a a a tray of shots right you're like (laughs) wait what tracing paper for us fuck we do to deserve this there's no way these two idiots ever used tracing paper yeah. or thought it was cool. I still remember my teacher that did it. It was Miss Andrews. That was the only okay. teacher name I can remember. Like I, you remember all their names. I don't remember yeah. anything. The other thing, guaranteed, guaranteed, my yeah. kids have never done. Taking that Elmer's glue in yeah. your palm yep. and then drying it out and then just trying to peel the whole thing one is piece. one piece. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The yeah. Go- government has it now. It has your DNA ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Never did any of that shit. Never bumper skied. None of it. <laughs> well, aren't you glad they didn't bumper ski? Oh, yeah. Dude, Knowing those freak two? Out. Yeah, you'd freak out if you found out your kids were bumper skiing. Yeah, because they're not good. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> All right, I want to ask you about the baseball playoffs. Right now we're watching uh, Rangers and, and Astros. It's cool that we know somebody obviously involved. We're rooting That's heavy for, for Boach. If Boach wasn't in this, would he be watching? Uh, Where are you out as far as following baseball once your team's out? No, that's funny. I, I'd probably be out. You'd be I'm watching not. Sunday Night Football right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me too. I hate to say it, me too. And I love yeah. baseball. It just almost said it, it almost hurts too much that you weren't invited to the party. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I mean, uh, Boach back tomorrow at 1. They play in the afternoon tomorrow at 1. I mean, I'll, I'll keep an eye on Philadelphia and uh, Arizona. Arizona. But, but no, to your point, yeah. And it's great, man. Yeah. I, I tell you, it's, it's fun having seen him in the winter meetings Yeah, shortly after he got it and having the chance to see him. 
And then seeing him a couple of times at spring training, seeing him at the Big A. Yeah. You know, we watched him play at the Big A. Um, Jack and his mom saw the Rangers at Petco. So Jack's been at all of those. Good. So, yeah, that's been really, really fun. And just knowing that he didn't necessarily think this team was a playoff team. But they, shit, they're they're good, man. Don't you think Fox doesn't want Arizona in this thing? Right? Oh, yeah, right? for sure. I mean, every other team, they're going to be fine. Whether it's yeah. the Rangers, the Astros, the Phillies. Yep. If it's the Diamondbacks, that's not a good sign. No. Yeah, that's not. And the thing is, Diamondbacks is going to have a lot of star players that you care to watch. But uh, Philadelphia's fan base has made it what it is. I mean, okay, so here, I'll throw another example at you. Okay. What if the Phillies lose the World Series again? Oh. So if you're a Philly fan, you lost one Super Bowl and two World Series in a year. Yeah, you go get Juan Soto, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Does that sit there and drive up the price? What are we missing here? Yeah. If you're the pods, can you benefit by saying we're trading him to Philadelphia now because we know that's where he wants to go? So it's a really interesting thing by the Athletics Yankee beat writer. Okay. And said... I think, Dave, most people around baseball feel like Soto's on the move they this offseason. I agree. Everything I'm reading, same, same thing. Now, now, what they said was, you know, they threw out a couple of guys that were absolutely just guys. But they said what the Yankees could do to drive that deal home yeah. would be take Soto, take Cronenworth, and take Matt Carpenter. And they said the Yankees could easily take all three of those guys, absorb the Cronenworth contract, take the final year of uh, Carpenter yes. at six, and and then take Soto. Look, I, it's, I think the one thing we have to be careful about is the one thing we have seen with the Peter Seidler era is this is not the Jeff Morad era. This is not when Brian Giles... Uh, turned down the trade, I think, to the Boston Red Sox and came out and said payroll's $85 million and they're cutting it to 40 And everybody kind of laughed at Brian, and then they cut it to 40 I, I don't think it's time for panic in the streets. I yeah. don't think they're going to cut it to you know, 110 I think they're going to restructure some things. But if you move Soto and then you get out from under the Cronenworth deal... And the final year of Carpenter, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, I'd hate to see Soto go, but if you're not confident that you're going to be able to resign him, which I don't know how they could feel that they are, then maybe now is the time to move. So are you saying it's more important to get rid of Carpenter, Cronenworth, as far as getting rid of those contracts than to get something in return? Yeah. I think okay. because I think, Dave, when you free up that money, you have a much better chance for success than trusting these guys to pull the trigger on the right guy. I'd, yeah. I'd much rather take, uh, you know, maybe you get a, a top 25 prospect as opposed to top 10. Yeah. Right? But you've cleared yourself of the Cronenworth contract and you've cleared yourself of Matt Carpenter and you're allowed to take that $5.5 million, uh for Carpenter and whatever the $70 million is for Cronenworth. Yeah. And distribute it with guys that have already shown that they can play at the big league level. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. So here's a question then for you. If you had money that was freed up, mm -hmm. would you spend money on Bellinger? 
Oh, yeah, I love Bellinger. Okay, now here's the deal. I'd love to see Bellinger here, not only to play center field, but I also like the idea of getting a left-handed bat. Yeah. Because really, Soto's your your big bat there as far as left-handed. Yeah. So here's the other guy I would like to see in a Padre uniform. I like to see him in a Dodger uniform, too, okay? Mm-hmm. Or a Soler. Uh, yeah. Okay, 31 years old. Guy hits, you know, bombs. He's played in big games, MVP of the World Series a few years ago. I got it. Wasn't wasn't very consistent all year, though. He's but he's 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 basically Schwarber. Yeah. A little bit better fielder, but not much. Yeah. Sick him in left field and let him hit bombs. But the deal is it's another right handed bat. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, would you spend the money on Bellinger? Solaire's not gonna cost you half. A guy who's a free agent that I think would pitch really, really well here is Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray I like is that f- call. I think Sonny Gray would be a better fit for the Padres than the Dodgers even. Yeah. And I think uh you're not gonna get him. It's going to cost you more than the 16 than you would have paid for Waka or Lugo uh, or Nick Martinez. But, again, depending on how you do it, it's not going to cost you 32. Um, Lugo's interesting, right? Yep. But I think Lugo's going to get good money. Uh, Waka, but... Lugo's 34 years old, I think, too. Is that right? Yeah, he's up there. I mean, he was a stud, dude. Uh, Knowing this team, they're going to give them 10 years. Yeah. 10 years, and it'll be a $2 million a year, and then the last seven years will be $28 million a year. <laughs> I mean, like they love to do. They just push everything to the back. Um, no, I don't know, but, again, if you could get out from that deal, get away from, I don't know why people keep talking like Scott Barlow's going to come back. You're not going to no. give Scott Barlow $7 million a year. No. Not gonna give Nola three million a year. You're not gonna give uh Crone uh what I see the other day, Grisham. They had Grisham's arbitration number at five million. You're not fucking giving uh, him five million a year. Yeah. Oh, and they said uh keep an eye on Josh Hader to the Rangers. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, so Hader will be a Ranger. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, especially that team. Yeah. They were dying down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know what they do. They have some interesting numbers, too, meaning the Rangers. is The guy who's pitching tonight, Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. One of the worst moves ever by the Yankees to get rid of Jordan Montgomery. Holy so Jordan Montgomery's a free agent, too. Mm. So you imagine yeah. the Rangers are going to pay whatever it costs, but so are a bunch of other teams, too. Yeah. You know? So, Can you imagine that? Yeah. With uh, 17 and a third, 2.08 ERA, 13 strikeouts and two walks. For Montgomery, we're just looking through three starts. Yeah. Stud. You got a Valdi in two and Scherzer in three. Pretty good shape. Pretty good shape. And no DeGrom. Yeah. Like, I mean, next year, right going yes. in with a Valdi, plus their farm system, which is pretty good. It is. But a Valdi, Scherzer, DeGrom as your potential one, two, three, right? In, in any order you want to put them. So how many teams that, let's say, were in baseball now, do you think owe it to the fan base to go spend money free agent-wise? Uh, so uh, Giants. I, I, that's what I was going to say first. Giants definitely do. Mm-hmm. Probably the Red Sox. The Red Sox do. I don't know if the Red Sox will, but the Red Sox do owe it to their fan base. Yeah. The Dodgers definitely do. Oh, the, yeah. The Dodgers do. If, if you look, man, it, the Dodgers are at the point where the fan base does not give a fuck about finishing in first place. Correct. About winning 100 games. Mm-hmm. None of this shit matters. All that matters is that they're falling short and they're falling short in big ways. Yeah. You know, you have one win in the last two postseasons, right? So you go in, 
what are, what are you going to do? You got to start spending some money. Something's going on that people aren't happy with. And reading on how upset Dodger fans are, and you look at Plasky, ripped the fuck out of Andrew Friedman. You know, who's basically a guy. <laughs> he changes every day. But I do like what you said the other day. I've been thinking about this since Wednesday. I think the Dodgers are in better shape with Joe Madden. Yeah. Than Dave Roberts for a variety of reasons. One is the voice gets old. Yeah. And Dave Roberts' voice, even though he's the winningest manager percentage-wise out of anyone in the history of baseball, it might be time to bring in somebody else. Right. Cut the bullshit. Cut the bullshit dancing on doubles, everything else. Yeah. Fucking go ahead be a professional and, and get ready for the postseason. Because right now, it's not... It's not good. It's not working. National League West offseason, incredibly interesting. What do the Giants yeah. do? What do the Dodgers do? Because, Dave, depending on how far Arizona goes, right, heat, heat gets a little hot. Yeah. Under Friedman and uh, Zahidi. Yep. And, uh, and definitely Preller. Yep. Better figure it out quick. I mean. Big time. The only one that gets a pass is Colorado again. Yeah, I guess. Everyone else in that division better fucking produce. Yeah. But, I mean, are you surprised we haven't heard news on more managers to this point? I am. And it makes you wonder how many guys are still in the playoffs that people have an interest in. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's out there between any of these guys as far as bench coaches. But the guy you're hearing about is Venable. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, are you shocked that Bud still has a job as of tonight? That Dave Roberts still has a job as of tonight? handful of other guys may still have their job. I, I think the Dodgers doing the cooling down period. Like, it's, give it a yeah. week, and we'll see if Dave Roberts still has a job. And then at the same time, I don't think the Rockies are fucking in it. I mean, it, I hate to say it. They have an owner that just, hey, the checks keep clearing. Guess Damn. what? We're doing fine. And so the, just hang with Bud? I think they just hang with Bud. Everybody likes Bud. I mean, at the same time, Tori Lovello was a guy in Arizona they wanted out for the last three years. True. We lost 110 games a few years ago. Look yeah. at him. He's in the National League Championship Series. I don't think it, it's a fire sale in San Diego, but I wonder how much he shakes it up. I wonder if there's a move or two. I mean, it feels like the old hacksaw where they always say front end is something bigger yep. than it never was. But I wonder if there's something coming, like a Cronenworth trade, right, that that could change things up a little bit, that would just change the dynamic of that roster. In your mind, if you had to put money on it, Cronenworth or Padre next year at spring training? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Kim Padre, spring training? I'll say yes. I'll say no. I'll yeah. go with the opposite on that one. I'll switch with you on that one. Yeah. I think you, if you can attach Cronenworth to Soto and then extend Kim, right? Yes. You're, you're stepping in the right direction. I, I 100% agree with you. I'm just not sure they go that way. Yeah. So the Giants did something today. I want to ask you if you think it's sincere or not. Okay. They interviewed a female for a possible manager. Alyssa Nacken, I think she pronounced her name. That she's been with Padres coaching, I mean, Giants coaching staff for a while. They interviewed her for the manager's job today. Is that for show, or is you, would you be shocked if they hired the first female manager? I'd love to say I knew more about her. Can't tell you anything about her, so I can't tell you, like, uh, like others that have come through where you go, well, yeah, you know their track record. And, uh, she's been in the organization for a while. Right. You know, I mean, she's in uniform. You see her in the dugout, the whole deal. Then Becky Hammond. Yeah. It's the coach, right? And she's killing it. Killing it. Yep. If it was if it was that where you're like, well, the Clippers interviewed Becky Hammond, you're like, dude, go. 
been right next to Popovich, loved by her team, the whole thing. Do it. Change it up. What do you got to lose? Dave, I don't know enough about her. You know why Becky Hammond gets credibility? She played the game. Yeah. She played the game. And that this is where I used to have a hard part with Alana Rizzo. And look, this is not... Ugh. This is not anti-women, all right? Trust me. If I opened a business, I'd hire as many women as I could. I think women are better workers than men. They yeah. pay more attention to detail. They, they right. figure things out until things are done. They don't just figure out, rush through it to get it over with. I would go with a woman first. I always vote women. Yeah. Women. So with this girl and same thing with, with uh, not Alana Rizzo, uh, the, 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 the softball player, the one who was with ESPN and now with the Dodgers. Oh, Jessica Mendoza. Jessica Mendoza. That's what I meant. Dude, there's no rise ball in baseball. You know what I mean? Hitting a softball is different than a baseball. Basketball is pretty much the same. Hate to say it. You and I have been in these Major League Baseball locker rooms. Not the brightest guys. Dude. Okay? These guys are so far behind the times. If you listen to these guys talk, a lot of redneck shit. A lot of dumb shit happens in baseball clubhouses. Sophomore. Yeah. I'm not sure people would respect her. I think it might be a a bad deal. Now, someone's going to give a girl a shot at some point. I just don't know if these guys are mature enough. They had to listen to a female manager or respect it, or if a free agent would say, I want to play for a female manager. Again, I wish I knew more about her to tell you yay or nay. Cool. I like it. I mean. I just wonder if it's just for show. I'm kind of curious to know if she becomes a finalist. I don't know. I'm going to watch this whole process out. It was a big story today when it came out. That's I'm cool. I'm kind of curious to know. And the Giants, not saying the Giants would do it just for show. Remember, the Giants were the first organization to have a female PA. I was just going to say that. Yeah. They do it, and it. I mean, completely different mindset. I mean, why not? Yeah. Right? I mean, if she's been there, players know her. They do. Um, that'd be pretty wild. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, if if you're the Giants, uh, are you better going with her or going and getting a guy that's managed 10 different times, right? Go get Buck Showalter. Uh, I mean, what... There's talk that Buck Showalter will find a job this offseason. Uh, probably the Angels. Yeah. There's talk Buck Showalter to the Angels. Okay, if you're the Giants, would you have interest in Joe Madden? Um, probably not. Probably why, not. Why do you say so? Just curious. Because they're not really a veteran team. Do you think he would turn that job down, you mean? No, I don't think he's turning any job down at this point. But I don't know that Joe Madden's the right fit for the Giants. I think Joe Madden for the Dodgers makes a lot of sense because of the guys you have on that team. But but to me, Joe Madden's not – I think there's just – I know he's he's not really the fit for that. Honestly, the team that I look at for Joe Madden, which is funny, is I go, Joe Madden should be managing the Angels. And yeah, I don't know what right. happened there. Yeah, I mean, he, he absolutely should be the manager of the Angels. And it's crazy, but – no, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Madden. I could see Madden in Cleveland. Yeah, with that team, be a good fit. I could see him with the uh, see him with the Dodgers, but um, no, not necessarily with the Giants. Ken Rosenthal is so short, man. I know it's so funny. Every guy interviews looks like Yao Ming. Yeah, yeah. Jonah Himes five seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I mentioned Kyle Fluger, Kyle Fluger's branched out on his own. Don't forget he has his own company, Mithril Media. Mithril Media is a website company. And again, if your website's not working, you got to figure out why it's not working. How traffic works and everything else. Guess what? Kyle's got to put your business in the right order. Mithrilmedia.io is the name of his company, but you can call him at 619 500 
619-500-6621. off if you tell them David Jeff sent you. Uh, so many of us think the next great website has to be so complicated, right? It, yep. It's how we're going to turn uh, whatever, beer cans into gasoline. Or, and you're like, I, I don't know how to do that shit. <laughs> uh, there's a website that I'm on every day. These guys have yeah. to be making so much money. It's just hockeyfights.com. And all they do is load up Pete and Point Loma, who, by the way, I got to give a uh, uh, thank you to in a minute. But Pete and I are on that every day because it's the NHL and all the minor leagues. Yeah. And literally all they do is just take the clip and put it up and tell you it's guy A against guy B. And they're absolutely killing it. And Dave, if you're getting a million views a day, you're probably making pretty good money on your website, right? So um, whatever site you are going to deliver doesn't have to be complicated. Kyle can help you do the design and development, then management and maintenance, and every step in between. Mithromedia.io. There you go. I also want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams, of course, talking about the home buying process. Interest rates are getting crazy right now, crazier than ever. Make sure you talk to Dan and Brian Curry. They're working together. Get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many people did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today. 858-688-6813. A uh, very funny night the other night. I First time ever, I went to the Rady Shell. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. The uh, Rady Shell is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And a couple of things happened during the course of the night. Uh, Pete and his lovely wife, Carol, go all the time. Okay. I had never been. Never been on those grounds. Does C- Pete just take the boat from Coronado? He just, just well, park it and go he over doesn't the top? have to drive it. He's got two guys that rotate in and out where they're not taking him out of the Cannes Film Festival. So I called him and I said, hey, or I sent him a text. I go, hey, you're down there all the time. Uh, Do you know a best place for me to park? And he said, when are you going? I go, tonight. He goes, hang on. Wait 10 minutes. He gets back to me. He goes, I got you hooked up. You're in this lot right here. Completely Buff me out. Yeah. Free parking. Nice. Right, right down there. Have you been to the shell? I have not. Dude, this venue is crazy cool. And whoever designed it, like, can they please take over, like, the sports arena project or anything else? Because I'll tell you, Dave, I'll describe it for anybody who hasn't been there. You come in, and there's lawn seating, which is fine. But the lawn is up above the seats. Okay. Kind of similar to over here. I feel yeah. like that's similar to back over here. Then you come down and you've got kind of the back section of chairs, which are fine. They look comfortable. We were in the midsection of chairs. And the thing that they have is you sit down and between you, you have a small table similar to probably like the desk that you had in high school. Yeah. But insanely very cool set up because if you're getting drinks or or anything to eat, um, you have a table and it spaces everybody out. Do you scratch a Van Halen logo in it? Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the people that are up front um, have round tables. It's like you're at a uh, like a banquet. Yeah. 
And is it like Hollywood Bowl? It is very similar to Hollywood Bowl, but but not as big. The sound is insane. But again, we can't stop being fucking San Diego. It's a 10 p.m. curfew. Oh, wow. So you have to get out. So the reason I ended up down there was because my ex and I had been talking. She ha- she saw Pat Benatar there. Yeah. And she saw Cypress Hill there. Okay. And I feel like there's a third show. And she said to me, um, hey, like, have you been to the Shell? I said, no, I want to go. She goes, it's great. And we started talking about a show. And I was like, yeah, let's just go. Lawn seats. I love John Waite. Yeah. John Waite, original lead singer of the Babies, um, Change, Vision Quest, right? Like a lot of cool songs. Missing, missing You. Missing You, yeah. A lot of cool shit. John Waite was there. Cool. He was the opening act. Cool. The main act was Richard Marks. No. <laughs> so I've talked so much shit. Uh, this thing right here waiting. So, dude, I got to tell you. So she goes, hey, you like John Waite? Will you go to this show? I go, I just want to see John Waite. Yeah, I'll go. Free tickets, I'm in. So John Waite can only play like 30 minutes because we got this 10 p.m. curfew. That's ridiculous. But we're having a great time. I'm like, all right, I'll hang out for Richard Marks. Now, all the songs that he's playing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. Now, give him credit for a couple of things he did. Yeah. The first thing he did was every song, he played his 1980s video behind him. Did it with really the crazy cool. mullet. Good for him. The second thing that he did, which was very Looked funny. Like Kelly Rudy. Yeah, dude. He's just <laughs> playing them all. And he, dude, he must have said fuck like, like 20 times. He's like, up a notch in my book. And he's like, hey, how many of you out there ever got laid to my music? And people are like, hey. He's like, oh, I got laid a lot. <laughs> I got laid a lot. And then he he goes, hey, is everybody having fun? And uh, people are like cheering. He goes, what's with this guy right down here? He calls a guy out? Yeah. And the guy's like sitting there with his arms folded. And he goes, I've gone to a lot of concerts. And he goes, I, I don't think I've ever gone to one where I just sit and go, fuck. Because <laughs> look at this guy. He's just like, fuck. Did the guy laugh? <laughs> Dude, it didn't matter. The whole place was laughing. And he said this, he goes, uh, he goes, hey, man, I'll tell you this thing about this show. He goes, I got to be out of here at 10 o'clock. He goes, this curfew is crazy. But he goes, I'm going to play nothing but hits. Cool. Because he said, man, if I go to a show and I I buy tickets and I pay for parking and I pay for food. And he said, uh, I go in, Harry Styles doesn't play the song I sing. I'm going to be fucking pissed. And then, uh, so like, dude, I was laughing. That's awesome. I didn't know, like, if you would have said to me two guys I've seen where I would have said, I don't really know a lot, yeah. it would have been Alan Jackson and Richard Marks. Yeah. And then if you would have said to me, who will you know more of? I would have said, oh, definitely Richard Marks. Me too. Uh, dude, 70% of them, so I got nothing to hide. I would tell you. Yeah. But he was so fucking funny. And then he did this thing that, that I think you would appreciate. He talked about the fact that he wrote a song with his kid, and then he had this song. I, I can't tell you the title, but behind him, he had a video playing, and he played acoustic guitar, and on the video, it was his one son playing drums, 
and his other two sons, one playing guitar and one oh, playing cool. piano and harmonizing. Cool. And so that was cool. So, yeah, he he was really cool. Um, fun guy, funny guy. I mean, That's entertainer. Cool. I didn't I didn't know anything, but I'm getting killed by Gavin because I fuck with these guys. So they're like, "Who are you seeing?" And I see it. I said, "I'm seeing Roberta Flack." <laughs> I saw that. That's I didn't know you saw. Her, really? Yeah. And then I was then I was gonna tell him the blonde guy from Air Supply came out like. I got it. I talk more shit. I I would never have seen him. Yeah. Uh, if you were like, hey, Richard Marks is at Humphreys, yeah. I'd be like, all right, well, have fun. But he he was funny as fuck, like just calling that's, people out, talking good, about getting laid and shit like that. So, but John good Wait for him. Was, dude, John John Wait 71 sounded so good, good. man. So yeah. Good time. How, Rick, so how many hours were you there? Dude, it went really quick, but it was it was really fun, man. Uh like two and a half hours. Okay. But, I, like, so many people have come through there. Like, Maniscalco's been through there, and different shows have been through there. Um, and I think it's kind of shutting down for the season. Oh, really? But I definitely want to go. And and I didn't pay for tickets. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, it was, dude, it was, what a cool night. You got yeah, that's cool. to the right, you've got the whole downtown skyline. Like, very yeah. cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry again, selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 25 years. President's Elite Award winner. Don't forget about Brian Curry when it comes to getting the most for your home. If you're thinking about selling at the same time, if you're looking for that new home in San Diego County, he's your guy as well. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. So we tell you all about maybe it's East Lake or South Bay, Coronado, IB. Dude, I was just hanging in my hood today in La Mesa. Gorgeous, man. So perfect. Uh, great school district. My kids came up through that school district. Another great place that Brian Curry knows so well. And it's just, I'll tell you one thing. If you move to La Mesa, man, do not work in North County because you're looking at an hour, <laughs> especially now as we get ready for the time change. Trying to get up there and trying to get out of there is a nightmare. But if you work relatively close or work in El Cajon or downtown, you can get in out pretty quick. And I love La Mesa. So if you've ever thought about living over there, the guy who can help you find the perfect place is Brian Curry. Dave told you, give him a call. Start with Dan Williams. Get your finances in line. Then have Brian pick out the perfect house. Then put that Suzanne Summers perfect pool in the backyard. <laughs> Man, don't get any better than that. All right, here we go. Celebrity birthdays. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going tomorrow, October 16th. We'll start out with Suzanne Summers. I think I saw that she was going to be 77. Exactly right. Would have been 77 tomorrow. Dude, uh, money-wise, it's interesting. Uh, it's good. I'll say $75 million. $100 million. Dude, good for her. Yep. Another one no longer with us, but you might have thought she was she was more your type than Suzanne Summers. It's Angela Lansbury. She was never my type. <laughs> sure. No, I'm not. Um... <laughs> Dude, how old would she, she have been? Ninety four. Goddamn Chapman, you asshole. Bergman. Oh. Oh, Ber I thought. Sorry, Chapman, the pitcher. I thought you yeah. were about the Oh fuck! I thought he just. Dude, we're watching this Ranger game as we're doing this. I was uh, looking down. I didn't see it. Uh, deep fly ball. Goddamn, that kid's a stud. Makes every play for uh, Boach, huh? Yeah. Um. Angela Lansbury. Did I say she would have been 95? 98. 98. 98. Huh? Died last year. 60 million? 70 million. Pretty close. Good for her. Pretty close. Uh, next one, John Mayer. John Mayer. Hangs out a lot with uh, Andy Cohen. Is that right? Yeah. Let's say he's uh, 41. 
John Mayer's 46. 46. Written a lot of songs. I'll say uh, 80 million. 70 million. Not bad. You're getting pretty close. Bryce Harper. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, 33? 31. Fuck. Nice. 300 million? 500 million dollars. Oh, shit. Nice. How about that? Last one, Flea. Dude, how cool is Flea? Flea's great. Flea's going to be 56. Six years old. 60? Yep. Oh, they say now Tuve didn't touch the back. Sorry. Uh, That's what, they, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, he, he did not touch. He didn't retouch. Oh, he's out. Uh, 30 million. Uh, $160 million for Flea. Dude, I shouldn't know. Really? Yep. Fuck. Good Min- for him. Means he wrote a lot of those songs, right? I was writing credits on those oh, songs. Oh, yeah. Nice. Five random questions. Okay, who wrote these? Josh wrote them. I love it. I know. <laughs> Here we go. If you could interview one person, dead or alive, who would it be? I like that. I like that a lot. One person, dead or alive. I'll tell you who I want. I want Lee Harvey Oswald. I'm going to solve this fucking thing right now. Let's solve it. Put him right here. What are you drinking? That's the guy. Who are you? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my guy. I'll take him. Who are you taking? Don't you think most people say Jesus? Yeah, I got as much as I cuss. <laughs> can't do that. You crazy? <laughs> I think most people would say Jesus. Want some answers? You go Lee Harvey. Yeah, I want Lee Harvey in here. Yeah, uh, he's uh, out. LTV out. Fuck you, you cheating little fuck. Little midget. We don't use that word. <laughs> I guess that's all. you cheating little <laughs> you cheating little person. <laughs> Doesn't sound as scary anymore. I know. All right, you get to hang out. Who, With, who are you interviewing? I'm, I'm going Jesus. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. Fucked up as you are? <laughs> What's going to happen to me? He's just going to be chugging wine. <laughs> What's gonna, dude, don't you want to know how tall Jesus was? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, right? I'd, I'd want to see that. Like 4'8", right? I think he's like 6'6". Six, six. No, he wasn't 6'6". Six, six. No, I'm pretty he sure. He, Yao Ming. He's like Chet Holmgren. Dude, if, if if fucking 90 years ago, whenever the hell, or 100 years ago when Fenway was built for the average guy being 5'7", 140, Jesus had to be like 4'8". How tall was Charlie Whitehurst? Same height. Like 6'5". I could just put Charlie Whitehurst in here. You'd have got all emotion. <laughs> like Dave, you dumb fuck. Craig Wilhand, you want to bring him in? Yeah. Like it's Charlie Whitehurst. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. You get to hang out with that same person you want to interview, okay? Oh, Whenever yeah. you want. But they're always wearing just a Speedo. Would you still want to hang out with them? I didn't want to hang out with him when he was fully dressed. I just want to talk to him. I don't want to go to fucking Chick-fil-A with the guy. If you shut up and you're wearing a Speedo, would you still want to interview him? Yeah, I just tell him, push your chair in. <laughs> what if Jesus shows up during a Speedo? No that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good at all. All right. Who do you have a worst enemy? I uh, no, I don't think. It's probably is there? Do you, do you? Is there anyone on the planet you go? I fucking hate that guy. I mean, more than anyone else on the planet. No, you know why, man? It was funny. We were we were talking yesterday amongst uh, uh, me and my kids about somebody. Yeah. That uh, we we really didn't like for not a huge situation, but just didn't like him. And then he found out that they had a tragedy in their life, and and. The situation that I didn't like them for, like, I, I know I was right. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I, I don't want anybody to no, go through a tragedy. 100%. People we've dealt with in radio. 
yeah. as stupid as they are, I don't I don't want them going through anything bad. Not all. I don't want anything to happen to them or to their family. No. I mean I can I can be bothered by the way professionally they were. It doesn't mean I want anything to impact them personally, so no. Oh you? I, oh hundred percent. Who do you got? I'm not gonna say it in the microphone. Do Someone's I know? Gonna tell them. No, you don't know. I got at least two of them. Do I know that one? No. No, you don't know either one. How many people consider you? I think more than two. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But like, like to the point where my life goal is to live one day longer than them. Like that's it. That's how much I can't stand those people. Wow. Just to live one day longer, so I could do a shot. Oh, there you go. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Piss on their you grave. You sound facetious. No, I'm not going to piss on anyone's grave. Mm. My list has gone down to two. It used Let's to be go. like ten. If you really hate them that much, just do. Just line up like six people. You, me. Erica, she'd pee on their grave. We just turn our back. Dude, she's so low to the ground, we wouldn't see anything anyway. Yeah, we wouldn't know. She'd do it for you. She's loyal. She's good she like would. That. Yeah, she's good like that. She's got your back. Drive up in her smart car, just jump right out, pee yeah. on the grave. All right. I tell you what, that fucking maniac fangirl, she'd show up with a 12 Mount Dew just to make sure everybody's hydrated, full bladder. Don't let that girl next door look changing. That's true. Yeah, she's got. She's got one. One hand would be mellow yellow. The other hand would be Southern Comfort. Yeah, whatever. Salt tabs. I don't know. Whatever they give you. <laughs> she's got the devil in those eyes. Here we go. Would you cut off your left pinky toe for the Padres to win a World Series? No, fuck no. I'm not. Dude, doing I'm with that. you. I'm not cutting anything off. No. Like literally, if I told you the Padres will never win the rest of your life if you aren't going to cut that. Yeah, me too. Fuck it. Who cares? I'm fall over and shit. My balance would be shit. Say, yeah. Socks are going to look all weird. Fuck that. I don't know. <laughs> Deion Sanders lost three toes. He did? Yeah, or it's down to three. One of them. He just had him amputated a couple months ago. For what? I don't know. Some some issue. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, they're goofing on him and those signs at ESPN. You know, our coach has 10 toes. Like the one of the signs up. All right, that's good writing. Did you see Joel McHale, by the way, yesterday on college no. football? He was the guy to pick the games. Okay. And he shows up. I didn't realize Joel McHale actually played college football. He played tight end at Washington. No way. That Dude, fucking, so funny. That, that guy. fucking guy comes walking up. His body, complete, no shirt, completely body painted. One side purple, Dude. one side gold. His whole face, chest, everything. Dude, he is Arms. Great. He's holding this giant husky. It wasn't even his. He just grabbed it out of the crowd and sat down. Dude, guys like him and Will Arnett are so fucking funny. But he attacked Kirk Herbstreit a couple times. And I was like, all right, do you really hate him? Or do you, uh, are you making jokes? Like, Herb Street was taken back. Like, really? Yeah, the first one was tough. The second one, Herb Street's like, all right, do you fucking hate my guts? Dude, that's weird. He said, I, he goes, I thought I was wearing a lot of makeup. I looked at Herb Street. He Jesus looked, Christ. <laughs> then he ripped on Herb Street for saying, he goes, can you imagine eating like Thanksgiving dinner with Herb Street? He goes, pass me the turkey. Well, when you have the turkey, you know, you need the yams to go with it because the yams really bring it out. And then that stuffing brings this to it. And it, and it just started breaking like a football play. And Herb, everyone's dying laughing, but Herb Street's like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was kind of uncomfortable. Dude, shut up, Joel. <laughs> shut up, Joel. You asshole. All right. Here we go. If you were offered $50 million. Okay. But, but you, here's the deal. You get the $50 million, but you can never use your cell phone again. Would you do it? Uh, no. Oh, fuck, I would. I survived without a cell phone for most of my life. Oh, I guess you just have a landline? You got a landline or or you can't find a payphone. 
my right. phone, you're fucked. But dude, you have $50 million. No, I know you got it. But like when I'm traveling, you're, yeah, you're, you're landlocked. That's no, it. fuck that. Oh, I'm, I'm doing, doing it. that. I'm borrowing oh. someone's phone. No, you can't do that. You have no access to cell phone. That's how we said you it. can't use. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. Either way, I'm paying somebody off. I'm going to give you $1,000. Let me use your fucking phone. I got a call to make. Yeah, I'll, I'll find a pager somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'll live with the 13 that I have in the bank. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Thanks to Dan Williams. Thanks to Dan Williams. Thank you so much, Dan. There you go. All right, we're back on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see everybody then. All right. Sneaky backstreet door, I lie.